This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Scotty. Kurt, how are you? I'm good. I have one. It's an old one. I don't mind an old one. I don't mind an old one, and I've never seen it before. It's old bananas. But here's an old bananas. Mm -hmm. Man tripping on LSD saves dog from imagined house blaze. (laughs) Oh, so he's a hero. That's fine if it's old news. Uh, Let's find out more about that on this shocking episode of Bananas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bananas. I'm mm-hmm. Kurt Brownoller. I'm Scotty Landis. This is the silliest little podcast that ever was. We're going to talk about some strange news. We have a wonderful guest with us today, Kurt. Oh my God, she does. She is a wonderful guest. She does. She, she does is. a wonderful guest. Absolutely. She does. She does on the show. She does is. <laughs> uh, she's an absolutely fantastic comedian. Uh, she has been on. Uh, my my show Hot Tub about one thousand times. Great She's show. The host of the wonderful podcast The Dork Forest and the Jackie and Lori Show. Please yes. welcome the wonderful Jackie Cation. Yay! I'm here. Oh. Old bananas. Do you ever do you ever make banana bread out of old bananas? Because oh, that's what yeah. you want to do. That's that's old. I want to be a banana bread. Have you ever heard of the? Uh, like the pancakes that you make with just eggs and old bananas. <laughs> no, really, and they taste no, no so flour, weird. no flour. You just put eggs and old bananas, and you just cook, you cook them like pancakes. They taste like pancakes. It's super <laughs> weird. It's like I don't know why it works. Yeah, it's uh, what you've done is you've made essentially like a potato latke, but just mm-hmm. out of bananas and eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to yeah, me. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No. That sounds like a, a, a genius, a genius move. <laughs> and it also just reveals how much bananas are just like tubes of flour. <laughs> right. And that nobody right. ever eats a whole bunch. Everybody's always like, I'm definitely, I'm on a health kick. I'm going to make smoothies this week. And they bomb through the blueberries. They bomb through the strawberries. And then you have two bananas just hanging there and rotten in your life. Yep. Yeah, Andy does a very good impression of a banana who wants to be banana bed. He like he he makes his he makes his spine go wobbly, and he goes, "I want to be banana bread," and then that's uh, that's fun for him. And so that's why I just did that, thinking that you guys knew that joke, but it turns out you're not in my relationship. That's Hi. okay. We're trying to be. We've been trying to be all quar. Yeah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. The whole time. You guys want to hear about this uh, this guy? I'm sure. This is this was sent in by Jim Matheson. Thank you, Jim. Uh, on Instagram Thank as you. Notchwood Creative. Very nice. Um, and he makes beautiful uh, wood pieces. You should check That's that out. That's neat. Mm-hmm. This is uh, sent in uh, the photograph of this man. 
Yes. It's so delightful. <laughs> I'm very excited to put it on my Instagram from his mugshot because oh. I was arrested. Um, he uh, And it just is so great. I can't wait to, for you guys look at it. I almost just put this on the Instagram, but there's so many little details in here that I thought we had to kind of tease it out. Mm-hmm. So this is from uh, Huffington Post, lit, written by Lee Moran. Oh, Who is, Scotty? The best in the business. Absolutely great. A man in upstate New York bravely broke into his neighbor's blazing home to save their trapped dog on Thursday <laughs> afternoon. Oh, Michael Orcher fled the burning property in Half Moon near Albany with the bewildered pup and tenderly cradled it in his arms okay. while resting Aww. on the front lawn. <laughs> that's, that's the way you get away from a burning building, right? You go directly to the front lawn and then lay <laughs> Just down. have a seat. Yeah, <laughs> play with a dog. And, uh, yeah, play with the dog just in front of the birding house. Or at yeah. least that's what the 43-year-old thought happened, but oh. state troopers said Orchard was actually tripping on a potent mixture of LSD and cough syrup. Oh. There was no blaze, and the entire house fire scenario was just a result of his hallucinations. Oh. oh. So he just broke into a house and stole a dog, is what you're saying. <laughs> he just... He'd... He just needed some puppy time. He, he, yeah. he needed, holy, yeah, this is exactly. this is tummy time for an LSD guy. Okay. So, quote, he believed that the residence was on fire and he was rescuing the dog. Trooper Mark Kepiel told new right. Network News Channel 13. Orchard reportedly began tripping earlier in the day after taking cough medicine laced with LSD. Thinking wow. that his neighbor's house was on fire, he initially pounded on other residents' doors oh. in an attempt to... To alert them, Chill. but when they didn't react, he allegedly plowed his BMW sedan through his neighbor's fence okay. and broke into the home via the back door okay. to grab the dog. What? Yes, he just like that was his answer. Do you know what I mean? There's like, so <laughs> many. There's so many questions I have for this. Is that you're just like okay? So is this a comp? Like. I think this is not a guy who does a lot of LSD NyQuil. Nope. This right. is not a guy who does that. This is a new experience for him. Otherwise, he would have known. To not you know, drive to- his car through the fence while on acid. He That's sounds definitely- like a successful guy, homeowner. Yeah. Uh, he has a B- expensive he has a BMW? car. Yeah. Right? He's either a Maybe great he drug dealer. Maybe cough syrup. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you think he might have been dosed? He might have been. I- he could have been no. dosed. Could have been. Could have been. Another- uh, and this is... Was- all 2018? The, when is this? 2016. 2016. Um, <gasps> police arrested, arrested Orchard and charged him with third-degree criminal mischief and second-degree burglary. Um, Sepiel said Orchard won't face drug charges, however, as he didn't drive on the road and was not found oh, carrying cool. any illegal substances. Troopers describe Orchard as, quote, very cooperative. <laughs> <laughs> Following his detention. That's so good. That's yeah, good. that's that's a cooperative guy. Yeah. Uh, do we know where that guy is today, or do we get there? Do we get there? No, or we do, do we just? Know. There's, there's no, no follow up on this guy. I mean, I can nah. definitely we can we can look him up. Michael Orchard. Great Michael name. Orchard. Great right? name. Hopefully, he's running a lo- an arboretum somewhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's got a science <laughs> center just outside of town. I'm glad that they didn't. Uh, it's funny Throw that he book bashed. At the guy? They yeah. they absolutely deserve to arrest this guy, but then it sounds like they're also treating him like, "Hey, man, he clearly just wanted to snuggle. He was super cooperative. He he was in a different world, and I'm glad they seem to be charging him in that state and not in yes the the actual legal state." 
Exactly. Yeah. And also, like, I guess, you know, it is upstate New York. Uh, it is, I think, you know, Woods, it's, you know, Albany's maybe, what, an hour and a half from Woodstock? So they're familiar with acid. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they have some sympathies, which I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah. Um, but I am interested to know if he... Did he, he I mean, he was this... Right, that had to be a new thing, or yeah. it had to be the last straw. One of those two things happened. Yeah, that guy either <laughs> he had a he had a, he went away to a little farm and fixed it all up. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Maybe, maybe, yeah, somewhere <laughs> upstate, even further upstate New York, or or that guy. That was the first time, and he was like, uh, "I am now. I work in dog rescue. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Right? Yeah, he should be in dog rescue." <laughs> I remember in high school, it was a thing to drink Robitussin yeah. so much until mm-hmm. you tripped on it. Yeah, robo-tripping. Uh, what? Because it had codeine. In it, at the <laughs> it time. Was, is that the term? Robo-tripping? Robo-tripping yeah. is what okay. it was called when we, were, when we were used. Now it's probably got a really cool name with like Lil or Young in it somehow. <laughs> yeah. It's like Scissor, I guess, right? Scissor was, yeah, grape juice. I mean, yeah. okay. And okay. That. We're hip. We um, know exactly what's going on in the world. Fair but enough. It is the, it, honestly, I did it once with my friend, and it was the worst and most uncomfortable trip I have ever had sure. in my entire, and, and the most like violent and vicious. It was horrible. I ended up like, uh, like seeing, like I couldn't see anything straight. How much like, do you have to just, uh, you know, just for a friend, just asking for a friend? Yeah. How much do you have to drink to really to, to get there? <laughs> it was uh, a we <laughs> split. We split a sixteen ounce bottle. Oh, so eight ounces. Robitussin. It was like a large, okay. so eight ounces each. Okay. Eight ounces of Robitussin. A Red Bull. A Red Bull's eight point three ounces. So yeah, it's okay. A Red Bull of Robitussin. Okay. We were, we were, I think, 15, because I couldn't drive yet. Thank, Thank God. God. Thank God. <laughs> we, listened to, we were listening to The Cure, one song from The Cure, oh. on loop over and over and over That actually, again. That, that feels on, on point. That That's feels, on, on point. That, that feels good. Cats. That feels... <laughs> and, uh, it was uh, that one that had the horns. To this day, when I have a cold and I have to take NyQuil... I it literally is. I'm like I'll, I'll only take like half the tablespoon, yeah, because it 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 do, it's a violent. It just is sort of like it literally. Your bones go south, and you're just like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll just go to bed now. Yeah, <laughs> and if I took more, I could see myself just being infuriated with my body. Oh, I could yeah. just yeah, I could just see it. So uh, half a, half a bottle. I feel that way now about CBD because I got some CBD oil because I was like, there were certain nights where I was like having trouble sleeping, which is very rare for me. And so mm-hmm. I would take the CBD. Lucky. Every time mm-hmm. I take the CBD oil, it's a totally different fucking experience. Really? <laughs> yes. It's like one time I took it, my whole body felt like lead in bricks. And, I, and then my mind was just like, let's go through the past 10 years and figure mm. out things that you fucked up. <laughs> oh, oh. No. Oh my God! 
I, I, I thought I thought CBD oil didn't have THC in it. I don't know. I don't think it does. Maybe there's okay. Like, but it must have something in it to make you feel like bricks that had a, had a mind racing situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too bad. And I know people are definitely going to contact us yes. and say you're using the wrong CBD oil. And I uh, welcome those recommendations. Give excellent, me the good stuff. First thing, wipe your face down with arnica. Second thing, <laughs> then eyedropper. <laughs> Take this stuff called soul. Search or whatever, back of the tongue, <laughs> tongue up, back of the tongue, two drops, and then CBD oil, and then at this time you you have to bathe in it. Okay. I have no idea how CBD oil is consumed. <laughs> I'm over here uh, looking forward to cheesecake. Uh, that's uh, that that's been my coping mechanism. There's been some donuts. There's been a great. Nice. I actually have found recently that if I uh, I drink too much coffee, mm-hmm. this has never happened. Never happened in my life. Mm-hmm. I could drink uh, easily two pots of coffee a day. Didn't okay. matter. Didn't matter. Okay. Uh, down to one. One pot and, or uh, one cup. One pot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So we're talking five cups of coffee a day? Right. So what I'm saying is that my life wow. my life has changed fundamentally. Oh. Is I can no longer drink ten cups of coffee a day. It's been very disappointing for me. I'm down to five. Um, moderation is not my strong suit. <laughs> so but if I have too many cups of coffee, I will literally be up uh, with a sort of a screaming sort of caffeine headache, just sort oh, of boy. like a unicorn, unicorn point of, 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 of it's bananas. That's what happens. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. I, the first time I had a cold brew, I was writing on an animated show. It was called Goal and the Insatiable. It's this great show. And I'm a one cup of coffee a day guy. And so I go in and they're like, hey, there's a mini first day. Mini fridge. We're cracking this story about this demon from another dimension that comes in and ruins a snow pageant in Minnesota. And I'm like, <laughs> awesome. This is going to be my kind of show. And I take a Stumptown bottle and I open it up and I drink half of it. And I'm sitting there and uh, I was probably like 34. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm an adult. I feel like I am a volcano on the inside. Uh, it's my first day here, and I'm one of the bosses, and I'm sitting there like, am I having a heart attack? And I, oh, oh my God. I lean over I to Nick that. Rutherford, who's a comedian, really funny, good writer, and I go, hey, do these have more caffeine than a coffee? He goes, oh, that's like four. That's like four cups of coffee. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, really? And then I felt so much better. But then I was like, guys, I'm going to take a quick walk. And I just walked four <laughs> blocks on Sunset, went down four blocks. I did like the old 16-block shuffle and came back in. I was like, oh. I'm not sleeping tonight. I can already feel coming in the air. Let's talk demons. You thought about – yeah, talk demons. Uh, have you thought about a little chamomile? little sleepy time just kidding anyway we we talked about sleepy time do you know sleepy time well this is for you guys can listen to this episode you probably already have but you should look into it the religion behind sleepy time tea total fucked up christian cult you should check they believe in aliens it's awesome mm -hmm. oh wow is it do they all is it the reynolds tinfoil factory i've been thinking about (laughs) investing in tinfoil futures you guys i think there's a big future in tinfoil yeah uh, i'm in tin futures all right (laughs) one scotty i got one from you this is sent in by i believe it's Firkening, Firkening. So thank you, Firkening. Okay. Uh, BBC News, written by that BBC News International staff. Very good staff. <laughs> wow. <I'm saying> <laughs> Do, yeah. Don't 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 narrow it down. Don't give anybody any credit. No, it's pretty good. <laughs> Everybody staff. typed one word of this. Yes. Right. 
get in here. Three weeks. So, someone <laughs> caught a lot as one word. So um, South Africa's lottery probed as five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and twenty win. So that those are the winning numbers: five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and twenty. Whoa! Whoa! Okay. So love this. This is an interesting one. This is math bananas. We the rarest <laughs> bananas for us. Yeah. Um, it really is statistical Bana- bananas. bananas. Uh, unusual sequence of numbers has drawn uh, South Africa's national lottery has sparked accusations of fraud after twenty people won a share of the jackpot. Tuesday's Powerball lottery saw the numbers five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten um, win. Uh, the organizers say the sequence is often picked by people, but some have alleged a scam and an investigation is on its way. It's extremely rare for multiple winners to win the jackpot. The organizer said 20 people purchased a winning ticket and won 5.7 million rand, which is the U.S. equivalent of about $370,000. So that's a pretty big payday for 20 yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to be the one person that wins that, but hey, if ifs right, and nuts right. were pretzels and nuts. Oh, what a party. <laughs> uh, another son- Are you the father of three? I want you to be the father of three, Scotty. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, another 79 ticket holders won 6,000 rand, blah, blah, blah. So the chances of winning South Africa's Powerball lottery are one in 42,375,200. Wow. The number of wow. different combinations when selecting five balls from a set of 50 plus an additional bonus ball from a pool of 20. And again, tw- the number 20 hit. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 20. Um, so I'll, I'll skip ahead a little bit. Uh, it's yeah, a live the event. The probabilities, though, that like 20 people would win. So it's 20 times that 42 million number. Right. So they so I'll this, be over here. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this is what happened. So it's a live televised event like any other night. Um there are multiple winners like I said are rare, but it it does have something to do with this sequence. So the lottery operator um said, quote, these numbers may be unexpected, but we see many players opt to play these sequences. So this is what happened. They went back and there was an inspection and it wasn't rigged. A mathematician named oh, Grant good. Sanderson has calculated the odds of Powerball spitting out consecutive sequences as one in 23,541. So okay. more common. So I guess yeah. maybe betting sequences. Um, and but also, like, why would you, it. if you were going to rig it, why rig it with 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 20? Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you would rig it with a totally random number, so people are right. suspicious. Weren't quite as suspicious. And when you look into those 20 people, I'm going to say they have nothing in common, except for that they do the lottery and they pick a, that weird sequence Yeah, of they're numbers. very unoriginal like, pickers. That's what their main right. commonality is. I mean... I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that they looked into who they were and if they would have found out that they were all distantly related right. if they were all kind of in the same town right. if they were you know part of the same you know parlor group or whatever mm-hmm. um uh, it would have been different right so. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty. that is like it's the most boring choice you yes. can make. <laughs> if you look into it I bet you it's like one guy works at a milk factory yeah. another guy makes white bread <laughs> another guy makes mayonnaise Another guy works at a vanilla uh, factory. I don't know. I don't like to think too much. I just kind of let... I just know these numbers. 
Um, yeah. And they seem like it seems like a good order. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, or it's like it's like 20 people who never bought tickets before yes. and now they had just the that would be the right. best. They're just like, time. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. All right, fine. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then a twenty. Well, how about that? And a twenty. About- I don't know. Yeah, they do it spitefully. I don't. We're playing right. Powerball. I, just- I don't care. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty. I don't care. They, yeah, that whatever, man. I don't, I, this nobody ever wins these things. Ugh, and, just pick for so- me. I don't even care. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty. I don't care. Here, here's a dollar. Get out of my face, and then. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, three hundred seventy-five k. Has anybody are... ever, ever won? Has anybody ever won a, a lottery? I win every time I don't play. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, first of all, now we've learned two things about Jackie Cation: no Nyquil for 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 uh, nope. for for, ho- for hobbies, and now no gambling. What the hell is that? Is she a is she a dud? You don't drink what is, either, oh. Jackie. Do you? I I don't. Uh, I don't know. Jackie you want to drink twenty cups of coffee? She is a dog, and she <laughs> drinks twenty cups of coffee a day. That's going to keep her active. And uh, there it is. There and it this is. is my Hot Wheel. This is my Hot Wheel uh, hot character wheels. car for Prin- Prin- Princess Leia. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty cool. When we, it's, it's the car that Princess Leia would be if she was a car, oh. not the one she would. <laughs> yes. Who hasn't had that exact visualization too? <laughs> when watching the Star Wars trilogy, just saying, I wonder what these characters would look like if they were Matchbox cars. <laughs> you should see Han Solo in oh. Carbonite as yeah. a car. <laughs> it's actually really cool. It's just a flat, very dense. Piece of metal with wheels, oh. and it's just him. Anyway, uh, I've digressed. <laughs> but uh, the go ahead. No, I'm gonna, I. I'm going to tease. Well, go ahead, Scotty. So, Kurt, when Kurt and I moved out to California within the same year, and when you move from Brooklyn, none of us had California licenses, and some people didn't really even have an active license, like because we never just you just don't drive when you're in New York. And I remember we all kind of, all the New Yorkers who came when we did, there was a huge migration over like this one year. And one of our buddies, Matt Hobby, who's this great actor, really funny guy, he's on Young Sheldon. He and I grabbed a beer and we're like, we're in LA, isn't this amazing? He's like, have you gotten your California license yet? I was like, no, I'm going in a couple weeks or whatever. He goes, I got mine today by the skin of my teeth. I was like, what are you talking about? So I think the rule is if you get three, more than three wrong, you fail. And then you have to wait okay. two weeks or whatever to go back for another one. You can get three wrong. So he had gotten three wrong. And, you know, we just haven't – you think you know all the rules of driving, but then after 10 years, <laughs> you're like, I don't know that rule. Right, right. And you're in another state, so there might be some weird six-inch rule yes. or whatever. Some damn, you know, yellow, white. Right. Yeah. Or lane splitting. In California, lane yeah. splitting on the highway I had never even heard of, and it's legal out here. So, so Matt – is like really nervous and he's taking a long time so the woman that works there he said it was like an older woman who was like are you okay are you like can you understand the machine or whatever he's like yeah and he goes uh he's on his last question so if he gets this one wrong he doesn't get his driver's license he just moved to california just got a car and so she's like well let me see if i can help you a little bit here (gasps) and she goes uh so the question was what is the california legal limit blood alcohol content for driving for getting a dui uh-huh. Right. That changes at every state. That's actually a pretty tough question if you didn't study. <laughs> so yeah. the the correct answer for our listeners around the guess. world. I'm is, gonna guess. Yes. Is it oh, wait, 0.08? Wait. Jackie, what do you think? Um 
I see, and, and this is where uh, 1.5? Is that too big? That would be, you might be dead. blackout. That would be an Ozzy Osbourne that was, level. That was, that was the last thing I blew. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's my a... goodness. <laughs> it is 0.08% in California. Oh, there you go. Good work. Kurt would have passed his driver's test. So th- this woman goes, well, let's just go through this one, okay? Um, <laughs> a, point two. That. that seems kind of high, doesn't it? That's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> B, 0.03, hmm, that's not a lot to drink, I don't think. <laughs> so Matt's just like watching his own. Then she goes, C, okay, 0.08%. Let's think about that one. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me, doesn't it? <laughs> and then so Matt looks at her, he says he just starts smiling, he goes, I think I'm going to pick that one. And she passed him, so he got his driver's oh, license. But she just amazing. gently guided him through the experience. Uh, it's so sweet. More people. We need more people like that. Oh, that also, is, he'll never that, forget. Yes. He'll never forget that it's right. .08. I remember it's right. a story. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's the crazy thing, is that is the perfect example of being bored at work. Yes. And, and just going, because I used to work at a hot dog stand, you guys. Ooh. I know. It was a glamorous time. Oh, Footlong cool. dogs. Where, where? Uh, Provincetown, Massachusetts. Oh, uh, P-Town. P-Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and uh, there's nothing funnier. Then uh, I worked in one of those windows, right? Oh yeah. So I'm in a, I'm in a window. I'm 20, 21 years Great old. Summer in between college, Great summer job. Soup, the best. Yes. And uh, so free coffee, free booze. It was amazing. Free hot dogs. But uh, you know, you'd get and Provincetown notoriously a huge gay resort. Yes, famously and gay. And so. Um, Famously gay, and so uh, <laughs> the uh, the men that would come up sometimes would be very very drunk, and um, and they would order foot long hot dogs and make a lot of very uh-huh. ridiculous jokes, and then I would always too. say, uh huh uh huh, and then I would say back to them, don't forget to put a condiment on that. Anyway, Ooh, so really it was like good. that. It was it, it was just months of that, you guys. Good times. <laughs> anyway, so I actually loved that job, and every every like. Every like once every couple of weeks or whatever, I'd be like, because it was so busy and it was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "You're our th- millionth customer. <laughs> Your yours is free." And um, and my boss oh, was standing nice. behind me one time, and he was like, "What just happened?" And uh, and I said, uh, "He said I'm tired." And he goes, "Okay, yeah, you can give. Just try not to give away the clamps." And then he walked away. <laughs> That's amazing. He was very, he was a really good guy. He was oh, such a good a, guy. That's a right. That's the right way to handle that. What is a hot dog at cost is like maybe eleven cents, and you're selling <laughs> it for two twenty five. Right, right. It was, it was. He was like, try not to give away the well fleet clams. Those are the only high ticket items, <laughs> or the lobster rolls. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, I love that. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick little break before we do. Uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna tease this next one because it doesn't have a great headline, but the stuff inside of it is wonderful. So. Okie dokie. <laughs> we'll be right back. Bananas. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Listen, 
You should go to our Instagram right now. Please the do. Podcast. Yes. And DM us your strange news stories or yes. your personal weird news. Please. We want to know. We'll yes. do them in a mini-sode. If you want to listen to our mini-sodes before, you know, there's a six-month lag on our mini-sodes. They uh, come out uh, every other Thursday at Stitcher Premium, and you can get a uh, free account, an account free for a month on Stitcher Premium by using our code BANANAS. You should do that. And uh, and go rate us, rate and review us over at Apple Podcast. Give us five Got stars. It. It's free entertainment. I know we give you commercials, but come on, guys, we're working hard over here. <laughs> yeah, it, and it takes like twelve seconds. It so does. The, the weird, the weird thing, the only weird, the weirdest story, the, which is bananas. A banana the- story that I have. <laughs> I've been kind of saving it for my favorite murder because my remember the ty- the the cyanide uh, in the Tylenol. No, I know in, that in urban the late nineties. What? No, no. In the late nineties, there were uh, four people died because there was cyanide and Tylenol. Are you and it cr- kidding me? No, that's real. Yeah, oh. that's real. That that's why there's children's childproof now. Oh, what? cool. Yeah. Were they taking? But you you can buy a gun anytime. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just like someone in Chicagoland. Uh, it was in the outlying areas yes. of Chicago. Uh, had um, bought Tylenol. Put cyanide in it and repackaged oh. it and put it back on the shelf and people died. Oh. And what a great! Prank. And this was in the late nineties. It was a great prank. They never caught him. Oh. Never caught him. Never caught him. It was Advil. Never caught him. It was Dave Advil. I have a feeling. <laughs> it <was> David Advil. <laughs> oh my God! You cracked the case. Yeah, that was Who do? Who do? <laughs> it was Eleanor Excedrin. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Why don't I know you, Scotty? You're hilarious. What oh, just happened here? Nice. I'm a writer. Is... I hide behind the scenes. Nobody <laughs> knows me. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, so uh, the uh, uh, and I'm in the part of show business that doesn't know anybody. So I'm just like, is there stage time? What happened? Squirrel. So uh, it's a little bit of that for me. And uh, I'm just I spend all my time just being that person. But here's me. the scoop. Yeah. Uh, my uncle Tom. Uh, there was a copycat incident in uh, Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, where someone died with cyanide and a can of Coke. And that was my Uncle Tom. <gasps> oh, I'm oh sorry God. to hear Your that. Uncle That's Tom a true tragedy. Because of this guy? Uh, no, no, no. Well, here's the thing about the story. Now I don't want... The fact is, is you guys don't know the Tylenol story. I kind of want to save it. Save it. Okay. So I'm going to save it. You guys, first of all, do a couple of things. Look up the cyanide in the Tylenol Done. from the late from the late I think it's the late seventies early eighties. Yep. Okay. And then uh, in Chicago, and then look up uh, Tom Dresser in Menominee Falls, in uh, in also that same time. This and is... it was it's it's a, it, and if you go actually I tell the story I told the story on some uh, something, uh, but it was uh, it's I have a storytelling album that isn't isn't in rotation really it's just on band camp right uh-huh. <laughs> it's called it. story we love band story camp. time yeah band camp's fun right mm-hmm. there yeah. you go there's there's a whole pile of free dork forest on there too of the first 200 episodes i, I called through them because the audio was so i wouldn't say bad no 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 bad okay. uh so uh but the first 200 episodes it was sort of like uh it was a a radio being held up to a phone. Oh, cool. That's sort of the audio quality of the first <laughs> 200 episodes. Uh, there's about... Th- That's right. And, yeah, there's there's about a 1,000 episodes of The Dork Forest. It's fine. But uh, so I called, like, the 17 best, and so they're free nice. on that band camp as well. Band so Dork Forest. Awesome. Get there, Bananimals. Support band it. Camp. Ooh, Bananimals. Do you guys want to hear some more stuff here? Please, yes. sir. Uh, 
This was sent in by Ruth Taylor. This is from Board Panda. I love Thank you, Ruth, that for sending Ruth it in. Taylor. This was put together by hmm, the Board Panda staff. <laughs> Woo! There, Lu- excellent. Lucy, Lucia. Oh, uh, Adomate. Okay, and close enough. Ostiaha Akavikate. The alphabet okay. crew. Absolutely. That makes yeah. sense to me. There's a lot of uh, consonants that I'm unfamiliar with. We uh, tried. Okay. We tried. So this was this is literally just a compilation of things people tweeted. But people are, the, the title is People Are Sharing the Most Bizarre Things They've Seen on Public Transport. And yes. I find ah. it wonderful. Because <laughs> most of us haven't been on public transport in a long time. Yeah. So it's nice to For just At least remember. 11 months. Yep. Yeah. Where this came from is uh, James Felton tweeted out, like, what's the weirdest thing he saw on a commute? I once saw, sat next to a man who pulled a baked potato out of a briefcase. Amazing. And, apple. <laughs> and then a bunch of people responded. And some of the responses are so wonderful. Uh, here's one of my favorite ones. This is from a guy at Fish Big The. <laughs> How did he get that uh, handle? How was that available? Mo- Interestingly, most of these are from the UK, so you'll hear UK I love slang. Brits. On the we northern line, a guy dressed as a Roman gladiator got on at Stockwell. <laughs> at Burrow, a guy got on dressed as a crocodile. He went into hysterics when he saw the gladiator screaming, Claire said, come as an alligator, you fucking muppet. He heard gladiator instead of alligator. That is, I w- and then did they fight? I want them to have fight. To the fight, fight, fight. The biting and the swords and the and the smashing <laughs> the thing on the on the shield. That's Claire, good times. Come as, <laughs> come as an alligator, you Makes muppet. <laughs> Um, here's another one. This is right up your alley, Scotty. Okay. Uh, this was sent in, this was posted by, uh, at Sir Mustard. A man's flat cap got pulled off his head by the draft on a tube train. Mm-hmm. As he watched it vanish into the tunnel, he opened his shoulder bag, took out a new cap, oh, and put it on his head without missing a beat or, exch- or changing Incredible! It happens oh, all the what? time to that guy. <laughs> that guy has backup hat. Yes. Uh, backup hat. Immediately ready. That I must just be like, I hate my head. I don't like my head. I need to have a hat on at all times. I'm bringing a spare cap in my bag. <laughs> That's so good. Be prepared. Um, that is. 2020 taught us anything. It's be prepared. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Three hats. Hitch knot. Learn a hitch knot. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one from at, at the Ant Midas underscore. Sure. Uh, I sat across from a lad. So this is his language, not mine, folks. Yep. I sat across from a lad who was really focused on drawing something for an entire hour of the journey. And as soon as we pulled into his stop, he scrunched his art into a ball and threw it on the ground. I opened it up, and it was just a stick woman with massive heaving titties. <laughs> 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 So just a stick character, and then the boobs, for some reason, had movement marks on them? Just, like, big move. Yeah, I think maybe that's, that's like, UK slang, massive heaving titties. It's not the way anyone would say it here, but just big boobs. Well, I want there to have been movement lines. I want there to have been, like... Movement. This, yeah. you know what? This is this is proof that you can be attracted to animated characters. This oh. is proof that it can. Oh, yeah. I think is, a lot of people I, are. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I, I, I remember when I learned that it was, uh, I think I, I, I remember, I remember it because it was so ridiculous. I remember th- sitting and watching the cartoon Mulan uh-huh. and thinking to myself, that guy's really handsome. Mm-hmm. And then it thinking to happen. myself, that's an animated, you need to get out more. I, I mean, know. I literally mocked myself, but then I went back and I thought about it. And I've always had crushes on it. Like I had my first crush had to be Racer X. Yeah. Right? Because he was mysterious and very cutie. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, like, yeah, I think one of the most searched terms always every year for you porn or Pornhub or whatever is hentai. You know, it's like, so it's pretty much that's. What's and, hentai? <laughs> I love it. I'm introducing <laughs> a new thing. It is, <laughs> it's porn, but with cartoons. It's cartoon porn. Oh, it's cartoony porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I knew that drawn. that existed, but I didn't know because this week's Dork Forest is actually mecha anime okay. with a guy who lives in Tokyo. Yes. Who in, he, his thing was like, you should definitely watch Miyazaki, the original Japanese with subtitles. Okay. Uh, and because of the voice actors were amazing. Oh. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, but I need voiceover work. But no, no, I agree. I'm I'm with you entirely. But uh, yes, and but he was. It was. But he had a lot of. There were a lot of. I'm just in the mode of asking what the terms mean. But so I did not know the actual Japanese term for uh, animated porn. Thank you very much. Yep. I've learned something. Hey, now you know. Do we, Kurt, have we ever had any bananas from Japan ever messages? I'm trying to think. No, I wonder if we have any. If so. you are in Japan, there's gotta be. Even if you're just a classic expat. Let us know. We love Japan. We will definitely be coming to Japan at some point when the Great Quar lives. I've never been. I want to go so badly. It's the best. It's the best. I hear the 7-Elevens are the best. They are. That's where I got all my money. Their ATMs there are the best banks to use. And when I was there, I ran into a bunch of comedians like um, Byron Bowers and Eric Andre and Doug Pound. All these people just happened to be there when I was there with... uh, God, this was like five years ago, and uh, Kital, uh, and they were like, hey, we're going to go to the biggest bookstore in Tokyo. Do you want to go? And I was like, sure. They're like, it's nine stories. I was like, absolutely. They're like, we're only going to the seventh floor, because that's where the weird Japanese porn books are. And I was like, let's do it. And then it was just a bunch of LA comics and writers and directors hanging out, and we were like racing each other, because the photo books are so good. I have one that's just um, people getting hit by buckets of water while walking to work. (laughs) So that's apparently a porn there, and it'll show a photo of like a nurse taking a step, and they turn the page, and then you just see a bucket of water from off screen hitting her, or it's a man holding an umbrella, and then they pan out, and then an entire front end loader of water is dumped on top of his head. Um, There was one that was underwater women with fake robotic legs, and that one was uh, fourth edition. I have one that's just people licking doorknobs and door handles. Um, it's very fascinating. Please wear a mask. And we emptied them out. <laughs> there were like eight or ten of us, men and women, and we bought 40 weird Japanese fetish porn books. And I, they're my coffee table books to this day. They're wonderful. People love oh, them. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. That's pretty great. Exceptional. I love uh, the idea. So everyone was clothed when they're getting hit with one? Yes. And so I leave these books that's out the because there's nothing, there's no nudity. There's no, uh, you know, there's right. no uh, private parts <laughs> being seen. It's just like, and not everybody's upset. Some are very upset. Some people are crying after they get a bucket of water from off screen. Others are just like <laughs> indifferent, like waiting for the bus and then soaked waiting for the bus. So and they're like, God damn fetishists. <laughs> 
And I think the one I got is volume two. So you're like, this thing's selling like hotcakes. Let's get another. Get that bucket. Get that hose. <laughs> oh, that's um, awesome. Oh, Scotty, good. give me another one. I'm going to stay on the theme. We're, we're getting a little spicy right now, so I'm going to keep it spicy mm-hmm. for a story. Uh, this was... Ooh, who sent this in? Oh, okay. Uh, the Katie Stevenson sent this in. Thank you, The Katie Stevenson. This was written by Bethany Lindsay for CBC.ca. Oh, yeah. Canada. We love Canada. Oh, Canada. The we, best. We love Canada. We, it's one of our favorite sources for news. And we have a ton of Canadian bananimals that we love so deeply. British Columbia massage therapist accused of sexual misconduct was really just playing cell phone games. So, <laughs> yes. Trevor Scott this was... Reminds, sus- this yes. reminds me of the, of the prosthetic leg being accused of being a pedophile. Yes, sir. Only this one is reoccurring. Uh, Trevor oh, Scott wow. is suspended for 10 days following an investigation by the College of Massage Therapists of British Columbia. Here's that story. A, a massage therapist suspected of masturbating during an appointment with a client has admitted that he was using one hand to play video games on his phone during several sessions in recent years. <laughs> oh, man. God. It gets good. (laughs) Trevor Scott, we're naming him, sorry, bud, of Prince George, British Columbia, signed a two-consent agreement, signed two-consent agreements last month with the College of Massage Therapists, agreeing to two five-day suspensions from his practice and fines of up to 4500 bucks and, quote, intensive remedial coursework. Um, And he has to study professional ethics and boundaries. Um, so wait, is he is he being is he being uh, penalized for playing video games or for masturbating? Oh, which video was he games? He did not. He was not games. masturbating. Okay, I would not was, do a he, story he about a creep. He was just a terrible, big treat. Terrible uh, massage therapist. This yes. is essentially he, he decided to being... literally phone it in. You guys, right. I'll be over here. Okay. <laughs> he agreed to a permanent uh, forever. He is no longer going to bring his phone into the treatment room, which seems like something you wouldn't want your massage therapist to do, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and the college described it as serious. So. Here is a little more of the details. Um, <laughs> oh boy! So in his uh, in using his mobile phone treatments during the treat uh, during his massages of patients, Mister Scott was not treating those patients with respect or acting with their best interests, and or doing his most effective massage. It can also be unsafe when you're not paying attention. You're rubbing somebody. That makes perfect sense to me. There were two female patients who had appointments with him in the spring of 2019. One told the college that she caught him using his cell phone during her massage. The other said she suspected he was using one hand to touch himself while she was face down on the treatment table. In response, (laughs) the college ordered Scott to have a chaperone present for all his appointments while female patients, uh, while the complaints were underway. This is Here's crazy that we... this man isn't just fired immediately. Exactly. He's just using it. Right. Immediately fired. Right. You're a bad massage therapist. You have. Never, to, you don't. Like, have you ever had just someone just start using only one hand during a massage? Like no, <laughs> no, that no. Never happens. No, that's uh, you're yeah. It's uh, only like I don't know like 
when someone was just help, like my husband, yeah. like he's like, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. bored now. I'm yeah. bored yeah. now. And then it's just one hand. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're paying somebody, what, 60 or 100 bucks? No, no, both hands, buddy. Yeah, both, both hands. hands. Lean Maybe into throw it. throw an ankle in there. I mean, I want the, get that chin going. I want, I want Let's, pressure points. Um, yeah, elbow. So elbow it up. Here's how they figured out he's not a total, total creep. That was... Um, doing something you shouldn't have. Uh, the college also sent in a male undercover investigator to pose as a patient, and he reported that Scott was indeed using his phone with one hand while performing the so massage crazy. with the other. Mr. Scott had his cell phone in his hand for a total of 15 minutes and 24 seconds of my hour-long treatment, playing a game similar to Candy Crush. <laughs> so Scott- it's like there's a lot of like kind of like well, shaking just, and kind of moving back and forth. Probably. Just a... Just a regular match three. He's like, oh, I got a match. Here we go. Oh, look at this. I got, there's a five. Yes. <laughs> um, Scott is since admitting to using his cell phone while providing treatment on multiple occasions. He said it began uh, with messages to his front desk. Also, a pain, I'm paying you, bud. Give me that hour. Like, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, full hour. Um, and then he began playing games like Mahjong. Solving Sudoku puzzles and fooling around on the drawing app. So he's just doodling. He's just doodling. Like he's literally doing the thing you do when you have nothing to do. Right. Not like when you're at work having to do the one hour of yes. thing that you need to do. Yes. Right. And I'll, the only other thing Different I'll put this up. Yes. Yeah. Different work, Trevor. Yeah, doodle around on my lower back a little bit, bud. It's tight down there. I got knots. I've been stacking wood. Um, investigators did not find any evidence evidence that he had ever filmed, taken photos or videos of his clients. So this guy is literally just playing games, doodling while one, but also, but the you, massage is the most two handed thing there is. Like if one hand goes away, I understand why these women would think something creepy is going on. Yeah, of course. Oh, also, yeah. and that's such a vulnerable position too. like all massages is, are, you're pretty vulnerable. Yeah, you're nude. Yeah. You're noodling. Totally. You're noodling well. underneath. Yeah. And you probably have your eyes closed, like, and, like, you're just, like, you're trusting that person so much. It's yeah. insane. Also, you have to, like, train for so long to become yeah. a massage therapist. Yeah. So, like, at, at what point did he realize that he didn't he want to be it. a massage therapist? <laughs> yeah, what a weirdo. Have you ever gotten couples massages? Have you two ever gotten couples massages? No. Not together, I but thought- with your partners, I mean. It'd be cool if right, you two I, did. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it in, um... In television programs, but I've never been. It's never been offered. Weirdest thing in the world to me. Like in the, when they're when you're in the same room. Same room. Mean? Yeah, there was. It was kind of like that, but it was in Thailand, so it was all one room. So it was like my right. brother was on one side of me, and Lauren <laughs> on the other side of me. Yes. Um, okay. I don't yeah. see the appeal then, at all. I don't see what the what's better. I would rather be alone in a room so that when I go, oh, oh, oh I don't right. sound no one's there. Erotic about yeah. that. <laughs> Not at yeah, all. Right. There's no it, need for a witness. Yeah, who, 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 yeah, what, you're supposed to yeah. be around each other. Almost like you're suspicious of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah you can I do I do like a Korean I oh, do yeah. like a Korean spa where yeah. there's the place that both men and women could go or yes. or if you go with a friend, there's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's nice. Oh, Wee Spa is amazing. I loved that place. And as soon as the Great Quar is over, I will be going to Wee Spa in Koreatown all the time. You take nap. I I like I like Olympic. I like Olympic. The food's just okay, but it's not bad. And it's you know you're in a you're in a spa. How how 
doesn't have to be amazing. <laughs> a little hint for people who are coming to visit LA after the great quote. Ooh, the great tip. Is, I know what's uh, coming. Yeah. Uh, we Spa's open 24 hours. And yeah. if you want to stay between the hours of 12 and 4, it's just an extra 30 bucks. And a hotel in New York City, or I LA. Mean, in LA, yeah. probably 150 so you can just go to Wee Spa yes. and sleep at Wee Spa. Yes, a lot want. of people do this. There's yeah. showers. Yeah, like, yeah. There's showers. Right, you can there's clean up. You need. There's everything you need, and there's like like lazy boy recliners that you can just like kick back and yep. just shut your eyes and go to bed. Yep. You know it's interesting because Olympic has that, but I think they they actually kick everybody out at four, like from four to six. Mm. Yeah. Well, so, but be. it's only twenty bucks. Amazing. Wow. To just go and use the spa. Yeah. So you could go there, sleep all day, and then, you know, there's a bad spot, you know, from four to, to six. But, you know. We have, there used to be a place in, uh, and probably it's still there, in New York City, in Koreatown. Right. Uh, called Juvenex. Ooh. And Juvenex was only women okay. until, I think, 10 p.m. And then from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., it was uh, all age, uh, all sexes. Wow. Um, and we would go there like late, late, late night. Post-drinking. After like a full night of drinking or the doing best. drugs. Oh. And it was like four <laughs> in the morning and people were like, we're not quitting. It's like, we're going to a spa. And it yes. was amazing. We would be the only people there just wasted and then just like getting naked because you could go fully naked if you wanted to. And then like there was all these like jade igloos that you could go like sit in and the best who doesn't love a jade igloo hot tubs and then uh, showers that were like had trees like growing over them so you're like taking a shower in a tree and this is gone i think it might still exist oh that sounds amazing probably suffering right now during the choir but oh yeah but um, who is it but hopefully to come back hopefully to come back coming back baby cleaner than ever wrap it up tight curdy b give us one more and then we'll hit the road Sounds good. This is uh, oh, who sent this in? I I am so usually I'm very. It good happens. I do down. have to give a shout out to Carolyn who, in I believe it was the episode "Bananas After Dark" with Lauren Cook. I used your story. Uh-huh. I could. Oh, it was about the Kurt. I mentioned this one. It was in Sandy, uh, South Dakota, <laughs> San Diego, in South Dakota. The two, <laughs> those two are so interchangeable. Uh, the her father was the one that would drive. In the middle of the night, blasting train sounds in a town without oh, a great. train. So people thought there was a ghost train in that town for years I and years that. and years on his way to work. Sorry, Carolyn. I apologize. You have been quoted. Uh, so this one was sent in by Alexis Doster. The best. Uh, on Instagram. Thank you, Alexis. Doster this is, is from the Doster. C-N-N. <laughs> Whoa. David Williams. Photograph of David Williams. And let me tell you. It is confirmation that this guy's the best in the biz. He's best. Got a big smile on. In the business. He's got a big smile on. Hair looks great. This is posted September 12th, <laughs> 2020. My birthday. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, th- and this is right up your alley. This is for you. This Thank story you so is much, for sir. you, Scotty. I'm into and Alexis it. even said this one's for Scotty. Oh, Alexis. Uh, a tall. postcard arrived in Michigan almost 100 years after it went into the Whoa. mail. Whoa. Yes. 100 postcard- years. Yeah, a Michigan woman got quite a surprise when she went to her mailbox this week, and amid her regular bills and junk mail was a postcard that had been mailed almost 100 years ago. Yes. 
Brittany Keach told CNN she didn't give the card much thought at first because she was busy with her kids and her daily hustle and bustle. She said, I thought it was very peculiar I was receiving a postcard because nobody sends postcards anymore nowadays except for you, Scotty. I do. Uh, He still does. About 100. Uh, So later she noticed that the card was postmarked October 29th, 1920. Wow. It had her Belding, Michigan address but was written to someone named Roy McQueen. Beautiful name for someone in 1920. Yeah. Yes. The card reads, Dear Cousins, Hope this fi- hope this will find you well. We are quite well, but mother has awful lame knees. It is awful cold here. Yeah. I just finished my history lesson. I'm going to bed pretty soon. My father is shaving, and my mother is telling me your address. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is a minute-by-minute minute thing. Yeah, Jesus. Wow. Well, 1920, coming alive. <laughs> I will have to close for a night. Hope Grandma and Grandpa are well. Don't forget to write us. Roy, get his pants fixed yet. Period. Roy, get his pants fixed yet. Period. Hope so. hundred years later, I certainly hope so. <laughs> I hope he got new pants. <laughs> signed with the most 1920s name I've ever heard in my entire life. Signed, Flossie Burgess. Oh, yeah. Wow. Flossie that Burgess. is an amazing. Yeah. And it was wow. it, there was a George Washington one cent stamp on the back, and so then they contacted the post office, and they're like, "How did this happen?" And the post office was like, "Look, there's no way <laughs> that it's been in the mail system for over a hundred years." <laughs> but what people do is they buy them at antique sales, oh cool, and then they put them in the fucking mail. I love that, and the and the post oh. office will honor. Anything that has postage that is correct from the time and has an address on it. That's so the so post cool. office will just deliver it. And that is, I want to start doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, I yeah that is amazing. Buy old postcards and start putting them in the mail. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's a good yeah. idea. Also, you could put a stamp. You could put a new stamp on it so we're helping the USPS. But it is cool to deli- get old mail delivered. It's a very yes, exactly. interesting thing. Yeah, I do about, I've probably sent about, uh, Probably around five thousand in the last ten years. Wow, maybe more. There was a time where I would, yeah, Yeah. postcards. I I send still about six to ten a week. But uh, when Twitter first took off, and I had a pretty good Twitter following from the jump as a joke, I was walking through Columbus Circle and I looked up, and it was one of those ads for like LifeLock or whatever. And it's like this is my secure, this is my social security number, and it just was posted out there. It's like because I use this security system, so I went on Twitter and said, "Send me your address, and I'll send you something." That's it. And like five people, random people, and my and Jackie, my. Twitter isn't my face. It's not my name. You couldn't Google me. It was. It's like a fake right. picture and a fake name. And um, it's like four or five people sent it. So then I just sent them a postcard because I always like sending postcards. And then they all got it. They all took pictures and tweeted it. Then I retweeted it. And then by the time I retweeted the second one, people were like, I want a postcard. So <laughs> I was sending, you know, I would do 10 or 20 as a batch. But then when I first started getting my TV jobs, I would say, hey, watch season one, episode one of Mega Drive. And the first 100 people to show me that they have, I'll send you. So I used to do 100 postcards at a time and all individual. And my hand would cramp because you forget that you haven't used a pen. Um. Right. Uh, <laughs> Scott, Scott, what I what I need is to know is, is your Twitter handle Flossy Burgess? Oh. <laughs> this is what I want. Busted. I want you to make it Flossy Burgess. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking that up right now. Burgess sounds like a good like cocktail from the 1920s. Too. It's like, what do you have, gang? You're it's like, awesome. we'll take two Flossy Burgesses. 
<laughs> it's like she was a real pistol. Let's get out of here. I don't know. So uh, one thing Flossy I like to Burgess do is available, guys. Oh, let's get it. <laughs> that should be our Twitter. We don't have one for bananas. Um, oh. oh man! Well, we did it, Jackie. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. What a bunch of weird, awesome stories. Isn't it fun? It's fun. it is fun. Yeah. Well played, gentlemen. Do you want to uh, plug anything? I'm alive, you guys. You and are. Uh, it's at Jackie Cation on absolutely everything. I just joined TikTok three weeks ago. And go. I'm just, and I've been doing stand up for 35 years. So I have many one minute clips of me doing that stand up on my TikTok. And, oh, uh, cool. and it seems to be going well. Great. And, uh, and if you want to join my email list, you'll find out where I'm doing live Zoom shows every week. It is harder to get on my email list than to get off. So go to JackieCation.com, figure it out. And every time you get an email, there'll be an option to unsubscribe. And there's no pressure, no harm, no foul if you get bored. But thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for yeah, being on. Yeah. Scotty. Curdy B. Bananas. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com.